This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the great wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes are starting to spy on their neighbors. Butthole felt something was off about the representative from Damara, and Juniper and Quinny convinced him he couldn't trust Fallon Meyer Pink Blossom. But what will happen now that Bucky has discovered a Harper's symbol in Fallon Meyer's room? Find out next on Dum Dums and Dragons! Bucky, you've discovered a secret in the chambers of Fallon Meyer Pink Blossom, the envoy from uh, Misty Forest and High Forest. Uh, well, doing her laundry and straightening up her room in an act of supreme diplomacy, uh, you've discovered the stamp of the Harpers, which is odd for an envoy from the Lord's Alliance, two groups that, although both kind of aligned to good, have very, very different methodologies and very, very different ways of doing things. Not that I think Bucky would be aware of that piece. You would be aware of the heroics associated with the, the Harpers, mm-hmm. I think, in a way. You've presented the stamp to her, mm-hmm. uh, and she has just told you that she truly wishes you hadn't found it. Oh, well, Miss Fallonmire, I, I could pretend that I have it. How hard can you pretend, child, <laughs> and her eyes start to go black? Uh, pretty hard. Um, do you want to put it somewhere where I can't see, and I'll, I'll pretend I never saw it? Uh, can you roll a persuasion? I think we don't have Bucky's sheet with us necessarily, but... So I know I have at least plus five on his charisma. Sorry, I was going to say, go for it. <laughs> Not 20, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> um, her eyes begin to go black, uh, and then um, you see her actually, like, she does that, that thing where she, like, snaps her eyes up to you, which would normally look very dramatic, um, but then her eyes kind of go wide as she stares at at Bucky and kind of the like latent chaos magic coming off of you. Um, and uh, the eyes immediately kind of uh, cleared. Yeah. Just, just says, perhaps I've misjudged you, sir. I can see the amount of chaotic magics that you control. I did not understand that I was playing with one of such great power. I take you at your word. But please, you must not speak of this, or my mission shall be ruined, and chaos will reign, but not like the chaos you use. Worse chaos, bad chaos. So you can pretend real hard? Yeah, I can. But Key, this is vitally important. You must understand this. If you tell anyone, I will be so very disappointed. I understand. Then you may go. I shall... Fold the laundry myself. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye, strong one. And then you just hear, like, the door close behind you and just like a, shit, fuck! Um, <laughs> and uh, the sound of uh, uh, one of those cups being knocked over. All right. 
Bucky goes to the next nearest diplomat door and just knock, 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 knock. <laughs> He's already <laughs> forgotten about it. <laughs> Amazing. Um, all right. So as Bucky continues to do his rounds, uh, we have the night of arts and culture coming up. We have our, our march. Uh, what preparations would you be making in advance of that? We've had some some conversations around uh, diplomacy. You're lacking historical information about the, the areas around you. Um, butthole, you're now kind of like leaning Vassa. Uh, yeah, he just feels for him. I feel like, so he'd said, Quinny's going to go try to figure out butler talk. Juniper's got, I think, a goal that was laid out. My brain is already melting. Even talk to Culkin. That's it. Juniper's got to talk to Culkin. Butthole needs to go look at books. He needs to go look at the history of the kingdoms in this area. He doesn't have time to read them all, but man, he's wandered through mm -hmm. a library, licking his thumb and touching things till a book <laughs> feels important. Cool. So we've got important library book licking. Yep. We've got... The only hitch is that this is a cultural celebration or whatever, so do I need to make an appearance as my cover of Minister of Culture. You're the Minister of Culture. Or is it fine if I'm not there and I can just fully slum it, so to speak, with the servants of this envoy that came? I, mean, I think I have to do classic sitcom of both. <laughs> I think I have to be... I think I have to be on two dates at once. The don't my, fire maneuver? My, da my dates can't know about it. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the sitcom is the perfect blueprint for it because it always worked out. I never saw the end of the episodes, but it always seemed to work out. So yeah, but the first third was always real solid. Yeah, 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 yeah great. All right, and uh, Juniper, you're going to go speak to Culkin. Yeah, well, also finding Patty too. I mean, like, can you set up some like a e bunch of easels and canvases and paint? And then she just rolls her eyes into the back of her skull. And she says, "Oh, sheriff, you better not be playing one of those paint nights." Oh. That's what was so boring and bad. Okay, but this time we're all going to be painting uh, the shield of Asgard. No one's even see what that looks like. We're all going to paint a crazy imagination shield? No, uh, Mrs. Paisley's going to paint one. Wait, who the fuck is Mrs. Paisley? I am kind no, of... No, your name's Juniper. You're not pulling one over on old Patty Two-Eyes. Yes, but I can become Mrs. Paisley. Like you go put on a cool costume? Kind of. Okay, this is already sounding like a better paint night. <laughs> Sharp Tooth Blood Splat led the last one, and it was not fun. <laughs> we picked paint night because it's the one thing they've done, not knowing. No, they, they hated, hated it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we kind of committed, though. <laughs> oh, it's happening. People have it's mentioned on the, that yeah. it didn't go well. It's on point. the schedule. Yeah. We're sure not changing shit. I'm sure someone enjoyed it. <laughs> it's not mandatory. <laughs> okay, well, I'll go set those easels up and stuff. Mm. Like, you know, what's a minor disappointment on the first day of a nation? Uh, <laughs> off she goes. I, I will say, we. I think at this point between Patty Two Eyes and Ann and the stuff we need for the events we could theoretically say is in place yes yeah okay yeah, great yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. like i'll be role-playing different shit than licking books <laughs> we're like we need to sort out how many different things we're gonna have wait you need a parade <laughs> we don't even have a street <laughs> um no no, no. it's all <laughs> like patty you got a vote done in a day you can do anything <laughs> <laughs> she's so tired <laughs> uh okay so she'll go off to to do that and then you're going to speak to uh culkin yeah yeah I will fully admit I was uh, speed reading the history of every local regional <laughs> nation again while you were planning. So forgive me for needing the recap. <laughs> no, we're fine. Uh, okay. So um, who shall we start with? Um, I think Butthole, let's start with you. I so think we'll licking. Yeah. So I think we'll say that the, <laughs> the events are all going to start because I need to like balance this with Quinny's. Uh, doing both. Yeah, these could be like our, our pieces of prep. He's got to get Bucky involved. He's got his plan. So sure, like I can yep. look at some shit before we okay. kick off. Um. So, uh, where, where in a car would you go for books? This building, because there's no way the ma like there there'd be all the unseen hand bullshit, but there'd also be the encyclopedias and other stuff. Sure. I imagine that Emily would. Yeah, it's probably like a, a sitting room. Um. Where she got shot in the head. There, there were a lot of yeah. books in there. Alternatively, there is Kazos's thrift shop. Uh, 
No, we've got events to do tonight. He needs to be seen. He can't be seen, I think, gallivanting about doing things that aren't related like to the events. Yeah, yeah, like he needs to seem like he's committed. So we'll call it <laughs> the head roof. If that's where he's going to go. Sure. Because okay. there's some head on the walls. At yeah. Some point. yeah. They cleaned oh, it up God. eventually. Um, okay. So you uh, you go to the study and uh, opening the door, you just have like a brief moment because uh, this was very much like Archibald's spooky study. Um, like it, you, you didn't, you didn't come in here when, when he was in here. Uh, but now it is just a, a remarkably sunny room. Uh, it gets a lot of light from outside, which isn't really how you remember it, but it's just another one of those things that like childhood brain, it doesn't quite sync with like the reality mm -hmm. of it now. Um, and sure enough, like it is, it is very classic, like, uh, you know, old dude obsessed with Marine decoration kind mm. of study in terms of just like fancy leather bound books history of the region all that stuff is around so uh, you want to do your usual reach out to to Moonhammer and yeah he's gonna like Goblin Jr. walk around if it's a little spooky he'll give the fingers some empty shadows just to like psych himself up and then he's gonna do the quick prayer and then just touching things to see what tingles you know what feels important all right <laughs> and he'll cast <laughs> guidance on himself for Great. it and I believe we usually use insight for yeah for this 18 18 all right, so uh, you begin to glow uh, a bit with kind of the butt hammer um, radiance as you you start to feel your way through, and uh, I think it's it's an interesting mix where you're just kind of walking, touching the walls, touching the books, and then slowly your eyes kind of open and you see the names on the spines and you realize this place is actually really well laid out. So it's a little bit of like, mm -hmm, yeah, okay, histories of local regions, okay, yeah, <laughs> uh, and then you you take down the the, the books you need. Um, again, obviously, these are, are big tomes, uh, but they're fairly up to date. And again, knowing Archibald's sort of megalomaniacal desire to, to rule and conquer and Emily's legitimate capability to subvert and kind of poison nations, these books are about as up to date as, as they can be. Um, so where, what specifically, historically, what are you looking for? Well, normally you'd have to do a lot of praying to find it, but instead he knows what he's doing, which is flipping to like the last three chapters because he just <laughs> needs to know what's happening now or approaching now in terms of them. Um, and I'm sorry, which nations are you after specifically? Specifically right now, the biggest question seems to be Damara and Vassar. He doesn't really understand this. Vassar was kind of honest that they're like, we're evil and they're fucking with our borders and Damara was full of shit. So it's kind of like mm. checking the Damara stuff as priority and then Vassar same period afterwards as a follow-up to be like what am i missing mm -hmm. okay all right um so you got a an 18 which is is very solid uh so you get you get story time uh so <laughs> uh damara and vasa have been kind of um at each other's throats a little bit kind of historically forever um they're just they have very different ways of living and are very close to each other and due to the volatility of the region they just kind of keep getting slammed up against each other. Uh, there's just a, you know, a, to the point of um, uh, geese, if someone attacks them and they're not at like unified, it can really roll over both of them, but they both don't like each other enough to ally. And there's just a whole bunch of just bad neighbor situation, essentially. Um, Gareth uh, Dragon's Bane uh, was renowned for uh, sort of arriving, um, really uh, sort of helping to reestablish Damara. Uh, he and a group of adventurers, um, sort of through a, a variety of, of quests and other things, were able to bring some stability to the region, uh, including the annexation of Vassar. So Vassar was brought under uh, Damarian rule, and he called the unified uh, nation Bloodstone. According to the records, this led to bringing a lot of, um, as uh, and Geese said, uh, trying to bring arts and culture and those sorts of things into Vassar, but very much the Damarian idea of those things into Vassar, so not necessarily a welcome addition. Eventually, uh, the Witch King rose, the Warlock Knights fought back and uh, got out from under the heel of Damara and reestablished Vassar as its own nation, and that's kind of how it stayed. Witch King was also killed, though, and deposed. So now it's just the Warlock Knights, they rule as a council, all the things you heard from uh, uh, Vinton Charlemagne. The pieces that... Uh, Long Adon geese seem to have left out of all of this was that the uh, the king uh, Yarin Frostmantle, who was recently killed, 
was generally regarded as a as a tyrant uh, and mm. was rumored to have had his predecessor assassinated, thus ending the line of Dragon's Bane. So Yarn Frostmantle was definitely not a popular fellow uh, in in and amongst his his things. You notice some of Emily's fine handwriting in the book, uh, which again strikes an odd chord for you now, but. It says that Yaren died of a heart attack, but she has clearly indicated that her agents tell her that it was an assassination hmm. um, by uh, a couple of foreign agents. Uh, the name Artemis and Terry is is underlined, um, as well as uh, the name Drizzt Duerden, um, with a question mark uh, next to it. Um, it would seem that after Yaren's assassination, his seventh wife. Uh, uh, Constantina Delicasio uh, stepped up and has uh, taken over rulership. That said, during all of this, she was abducted by the Queen of Succubi and then was released by the, the efforts of this uh, Antari fellow and the seemingly this Duordan fellow. Uh, however, um, Emily has a lot of like there's some very clear like dot 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 question mark um, around the nature of this queen. Mm. So from this, you can tell that Longadon Geese was is very much towing the company line. He seems very excited about like it's okay, the tyrant is dead. There's new hope. It's you know this queen that we all like and like look at the, all the things she's endured and now she's back. But you know, in your experience, people abducted by demons, something worth looking into not necessarily just taking at face value uh let alone the string of assassinations that led here so damara does not at all seem the secure peaceful we just love arts and culture let us spread it place more so a nation of extraordinary political upheaval only very recently uh quote-unquote stabilized to the degree that we know yeah even then like the queen is now ruling but um this assassination happened not that long ago so it is a yeah, it is. It is not nearly as as solid, and was also very much the aggressor with Fassar back in the day. Cool, he says, closing the book and thinking, "Shit." <laughs> yeah, it seems there's an uneasy, not even peace. There's just a Damar and Vassar are just continuing to scrape up against each other, and it's that classic, like, how long until this powder keg goes off? Uh, that said, um, the. Arm, so the other, only other thing that's worth noting that Emily definitely would have noted is uh, Yarn Frostmantle hired a private army uh, to enforce law in Damara. So mm. also not as defenseless as they suggested, but also definitely not on par with Warlock Knights. Mm. Okay. Also, are they still there? Under the queen? Mm, who knows? So that's what you get. Cool. Thank you. You're welcome. That's what I have. Now I got to go get ready for paint night and fireworks you know <laughs> tales all this time this episode is brought to you by our sponsor shopify when we started podcasting an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds but now we are selling some sick mugs and it is so easy all because we use shopify Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices, if people were outside of the U.S., were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Hi, everybody. It's me, Bucky. They're letting me read an ad. Oh, I'm very excited. This one is for the Dum Dums and Dice Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, you can join the $15 per month tier and name NPCs that appear in the series. 
you give me a bunch of new friends to say hello to, and I'm very excited about that. I always admired Mr. Butthole for being able to say, uh, hello, new friend, to anybody, and they immediately like him, and they all become his best friend, and that's all I really want, is to have new friends as well. It gets a little lonely here at the castle, uh, and, and, you know, it would just be really nice if we get, become friends. So if you, you got someone in mind, you know, someone from maybe one of your other campaigns, or your own OC or something like that, and you want to, you know, say hi to me, well, I'd, I'd really like that. So you, if you go over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, that's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E, you can, you can make it happen. Looking forward to meeting you. Bye. Meanwhile, uh, Juniper, you are off to uh, speak to Agent Culkin yeah. uh, to get a sense of what is going on in the region. Um, what specific? Uh, what are you specifically after? Um, Juniper, if she's going to be very official again, and she wants to ask of Agent Culkin what the Lord's Alliance official position is on both Vasa and Damara, and then once that's settled, she wants to know their unofficial position. Okay. On the same. All right. So uh, you find uh, Agent Culkin not amongst the other envoys because she's not really of, mm-hmm. of that uh, level. Um, she's actually out front watching the parade grounds get set up. Um, and I th- uh, can you roll me a perception check? Mm-hmm. Five. Five. Uh, she just seems to be smiling and, and observing. Um, it just seems to be almost passing, just there passing the time. Um, not too concerned about anything with a five. Uh, so you, uh, you roll up mm-hmm. and, um, she, she's like, uh, actively ignoring the people around her in a, like, I'm just, I'm just here. Don't mind me kind of way. So she doesn't mm-hmm. immediately, uh, register you or kind of greet you. What do you do? Um, yeah. Juniper will kind of come up right beside her and just sit and watch for a minute uh and then kind of oh agent culkin good to see you again uh hello uh sheriff you look somewhat different oh oh yes i uh yes i'm a changeling i Ah, i believe i I was my base persona you were yes but the, the chair is a dead giveaway it is magnificent oh thank you yes uh what can i do for you sheriff um you know, there, there was something that I wanted to ask you, something that's kind of been nagging at me. Um, w- obviously, you're here from the Lord's Alliance, and Correct. there's a lot of turmoil in this region. And I would be most grateful to know the Lord's Alliance's official position on relations with our neighbor nations specifically Vasa and Damara she's just getting straight to the point like mm-hmm. it's I, I mean this person's a spy they're smart they're there's no use like yeah can you go ahead with a <laughs> uh, an investigation or a persuasion I'll take either one yeah I'll, I'll do persuasion uh 27 uh 27 okay so you know <laughs> fairly persuasive um so uh, she nods and says, uh, Sheriff, I can understand why you would want to know these things, and it would seem beneficial, I believe, uh, for me to share these things with you, particularly if the other envoys are being a little more um, obsequious about it. Is that the term I'm looking for? They're probably not giving you the straight. I don't trust narrows. Pink Blossom. Oh, that's wise. She is... A liar, I suspect? Okay. Uh, I suspected the same. Yes, but it is rare for the elves to send a delegate, so mm-hmm. we were very happy to have her. Um, I do get the sense she is not particularly well-liked amongst the other envoys. Mm-hmm. And yes, her particular style is somewhat roundabout. Uh, Sheriff, I'm I'm happy to share this information with you. Uh, however, as you know, our profession is one of, of give and take, so I would ask a favor in return. Of course. I would expect nothing less. Wonderful. Well, I shall give you, in the interest of friendship, the information, and then I shall make my request, if that is agreeable to you, or I can give you the request in advance. 
The request first, please. I have reason to believe that one of the envoys may have a secondary agenda on this particular jaunt. So we'll tie into the information I give you in a moment, but it would be much appreciated by the Lord's Alliance if, if any information should come to light about alternative agendas or other allegiances within the envoys. It would be greatly prized. I suspect it is of absolutely no threat to the nation of mm. Asgard. I simply wish to know what is going on. And which envoy? We do not know. This is the issue. Ah. So if anyone if you've come upon any information, I would greatly appreciate you passing it along. This person will not be met with, you know, extreme violence or anything. I just need to know what people are up to. And this is all a bit above my pay grade, I'm afraid. Sildar is not particularly interested in the theories of a field agent, so... Any envoy who's here with ulterior motives is just an envoy. At the same time, if it is a threat or a potential threat to us, I will happily share it. If it is a potential threat to the relationship between us and the Lord's Alliance, I will also share that information. And that is what it would likely be. But I will leave it to you to uncover this or not. In terms of the information uh, I can grant you about uh, our stake here... I am one of the few agents that has been uh, dispatched this far out uh, from the Sword Coast. It is rather dangerous for people from the Lord's Alliance to be operating out here, particularly given the size of nations we're dealing mm. with. We like to think of ourselves as rather cosmopolitan on the coast, but really we are a very, very, very small drop in a very mm -hmm. vast ocean. In terms of how the Lord's Alliance views a lot of the nation states out this way, most pale in comparison to Cormir and Thay. Again, I believe there's some regional disturbances around, uh, but these are small problems in a large, large field. So, in terms of you specifically want to know about Damar and Vasa? Indeed. We don't love warlock knights as a concept. Uh, I was just out here dealing with some rather unpleasantness around summoning. Didn't have anything to do with the warlock knights, thankfully. But any group that uh, is built upon the back of demon pacts and patron pacts and seeks <laughs> to gather as much power and magic as they can in a highly subjugated society does not sit particularly well with the Lord's Alliance. It seems like such a group could only desire further power down the road, and as much as they may say they are content with what they have, who among us who collects that much power is truly content with what they have? That said, uh, Damara, and she leans in a little bit close, she's like, I'm going to level with you. A lot of places, Waterdeep particularly, Neverwinter, Baldur's Gate, they revel in the idea of heroes, adventurers off doing their thing. Mm -hmm. And from a political and socio-political standpoint, it's a nightmare, and Damara is a perfect case of this. I have no doubt that the conqueror Gareth Dragonsbane meant only good things by unifying Damara and Vassar, but what has been left in his wake by the assassination of his heirs is chaos. And a Vassar in the making. Again, Vassar's very open about mm. They openly carry their, their threats. Damara, particularly with all the unpleasantness with the Queen of Succubi, and people such as uh, Artemis and Tiri, uh, their motives are always somewhat suspect. You understand? We run in similar circles, and the Antares, the Duerdans of the world, are... They stand tall, but what do they truly want? To my mind, Damar is just another casualty at the feet of adventurers doing whatever the fuck they want and declaring their idea of good law. So our official stance, uh, interesting states we would like to have better relationships with once we've established a foothold out here, possibly through a relationship with Asgard. If Asgard mm -hmm. is brought into the Lord's Alliance, it opens up this entire region in a way it never has been to us mm -hmm. prior. Unofficially, the Lord's Alliance seeks stability 
and that our nation states can just carry on business as usual. And anyone amassing power or fucking around with things they shouldn't be touching is of concern. And frankly, your king butthole would be had he not been vouched for by so many members mm -hmm. of our esteemed alliance. Hmm. 27 gets you a lot. And would this... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And would you say that this feeling is officially unanimous amongst the Lord's Alliance? As I said, small fish, big pond. They would all very much like to have strong opinions about what happens out east. But realistically, as long as their nations continue to thrive, and as long as no one is summoning Orcus or bringing Tiamat through a portal mm. or unraveling space-time, as is upsettingly common, Ooh, yeah. then they don't care. As long as what's happening out here doesn't spill over into what's happening out there, it's not a problem. But with a nation like Thay and its red wizards, one must always be concerned. Also with the actions of this Captain Plantier, let alone the Lich Lords of Aka, the global balance of power is shifting constantly. And it doesn't hurt to have a foothold in the region. Hmm. None of us want to become a new Fandolin, if that makes any sense. Oh my gosh. N no, that's tragic. Um, I don't know what else to ask. Buttles licking books. I know. <laughs> yeah. Quinny's off figuring how to appear like a butler at the same time as he appears like mm -hmm. a minister of culture. Yep. And I'm just Ken. <laughs> just I mean, this is all just more complicated now. Fuck. Okay. Um, Did you say that out loud or is that internal monologue? No, that's in, that's internal. <laughs> figure that's, it out. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's all internal. Also, I mean, whatever. If Culkin knew that's what Juniper was thinking. Whatever. Sure. It is complicated <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> Probably good to understand that it is. Um, in essence, Juniper, Juniper is... Annoyed. <laughs> and uh, uh, obviously there's there's more to learn. She's going to keep her eye out for whoever seems to be here fucking with stuff. Um, uh, who knows? Maybe it's Pink Blossom. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? But she'll she'll pass that along also to Quinny uh, and Butthole. Yep. Um, because also she's not gonna like give information to Culkin without like the king's blessing um to do so. Um so she'll she'll thank Culkin um and sure. say good day, sir. And uh <laughs> ma'am. Zora Rosalind Culkin. Uh, she'll take it out of the way. Um nods and just says, also, um, should you ever find yourself uh, across the moon sea I was stationed in Mullmaster recently, and it is a wonderful place. So oh. I don't imagine that you'll have much time for leisure or allies, but hmm. it has its troubles as well, of course, but uh, an interesting place. And of the nations I visited in this region, not a bad one to have on side down the road. Hmm. Assuming, of course, that the purple dragons don't destroy this entire place. <laughs> Assuming we're, yeah, I'm still alive to... Enjoy it. Uh, yeah, th thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I don't envy you, Sheriff. Good luck. <laughs> Thanks. Um, and she uh, just sort of hops off the wall, uh, adjusts her arm sling, mm -hmm. and uh, makes her way off into into the crowd. Time to find a butthole and become Mrs. Paisley. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Quinny, it yeah. is my favorite o'clock. Okay. Butler o'clock. Yep. <laughs> uh, how are you preparing for this? I am going to Leanne Lionshield. Uh, to see if she can procure for me uh, butler's clothes. And then I guess I'll just wear my regular stuff as the minister. I've presented officially as a minister of culture wearing this shit already. So that should be fine. And you're specifically looking, forgive me, to be uh, butlered up to blend in with... Um... Well, I heard talk that it was maybe I would glad hand with the servants like as a butler. But also I think there was maybe even talk of like the driver who like brought them here and oh of, of all of the lord's alliance envoys uh well specifically um 
Mr. Geese, uh, Longin yep. Geese. Um, I, w- I was to speak to his servants to get a, a, a better understanding of maybe what the what the real deal is gotcha. over there in uh, Demara. All right. So you uh, you arrive to uh, Leanne's shop. She's set up in the uh, in Warm's Warmporium, um, and uh, is just like frustratedly clearing shit out. Like she's got some assistance helping her, but just it was packed floor to ceiling with stuff. And uh, she's just like, this place is a fucking nightmare. Oh, um, Queenie, welcome. Welcome. Uh, I hope you don't need anything of importance or value because this place is a fucking dump. Uh, I do need something. I don't know how important or valuable it is. Though. If it's a sword or armor, I cannot help you right now. That's okay. It is neither of those things. I'm looking for uh, Demara. Well, no, not specifically Demara, but but servant's uh, uniform that would fit me. Have you met anyone from Demara? No, I haven't. So I don't want to look like them. I just want to be a local servant of I Asgard see. and then kind of chum ah. up with them. Okay. Well, I have a lot of this, and she gestures to all the like gold dust style, like ridiculous. Um, pre-Lich Lord Aka, like black and gold, spiky everything gear, says, I honestly think the servants probably wore something like this. Do we not have servants right now? Um, Under the Lich Lord, I think it was mostly zombies. Right, okay, so... Okay, yeah, that'll do then. You got something in great in, halfling. In halfling, yeah, absolutely. Um, here and so it's a pared down version. Um, but I think we'll say, uh, well, Ryan, you tell me what's uh, what's servant wear in in your era of a ka? Oh, servant wear, uh, a combination of the regular butler clothes that you would see anywhere else, the like tailored suits, everything being put together, but with almost road warrior style armor you'd put over top to have (laughs) spiky shoulders that look like football pads with a little like chest protector just goes on over the head. So you've got the traditional functional butler uniform and then something spiky to kind of aka it up. And then helmets were a, a way that a servant could communicate their own interests, almost always horned in some way to suggest being monstrous or powerful. So you could have ram's horns, you could have the one horn of a rhino, you could kind of go whatever design you wanted. Couldn't obviously be too wide or prevent no, anyone no, from working, no. but black, gold, that's it. Great. Um, Ooh, that's what you're continuing? That's how it started. That's what it was. Oh, you're asking about what she's already got, oh, okay, not about what okay, the plan okay. is for uh, next. So... Uh, she turns to you and says, Quinny, is there an animal that speaks to you particularly? We have a wide variety of servant helmets. I mean, a rat has spoken to me literally. All right. Uh, <laughs> and so she gets you just like non-company related, large round ears. Uh, and it's got, uh, you know, the uh, 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 whiskers, <laughs> fangs, <Yeah>. whiskers, <laughs> two giant teeth that kind of come down, but like, you know, cool and spiky. Uh, and a little like rat tail carved in like mold onto the back. She says, I don't know why we have this, but we do. What am I supposed to do with that? This is the helmet you have to wear as the servant. I wear that? Yes, that's why I asked if there was an animal that speaks to you. Oh, uh, like a tiger or a dragon or like a... Look, I'm very busy and I already found you this rat helmet. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, fine. Yeah, great. I'm already like short on time. Yes, good. Uh, uh, okay, where's the rest? I put this on my head. Where, where, yeah, where? and she, she rolls out the rest and yeah, you look like a little little road warrior. Okay, great. A little, uh, little battle rat. <laughs> little battle rat. Cool. Uh, and I put it on and I say, how do I look? Uh, kind of terrifying, honestly. Like, I if you hung out with the Forsaken, okay. you would have been just just fine like this. This is a great outfit for that. I <laughs> did hang out with the Forsaken. No, I know. But, like, this outfit would have fit nicely. Murder Child 2.0. Ugh, don't remind me. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, 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 can I get you anything? You know, uh, do you need some people or something? Uh, a, you're doing the butler thing very well. B, no, I found <laughs> some some folks who are helping me out. There were some some assorted staff, the former owner, and she puts like an angry goblin in a corner is, is assisting. Okay, great. Good luck. <laughs> Just quitting me like... Sounds good. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> and just as you as you leave, she's just like sinks back into her chair and just like pulls a pipe out from under the desk and just like lights it up and just takes a long drag and is like, "This is why I prefer dealing with buttholes." <laughs> So Quinny, you've got your you've got your butler garb, um, and you you rush out uh, only to run into Reginald, who is overseeing the army uh, getting set up. Now, are you 
committed to changing costumes every time? Or like, how are you going <laughs> to do this? I think I have to, yeah. Okay, so you see Reginald, and he's talking to... Um, Vismuth? Vismuth, thank yeah. you. Uh, about things, and uh, Vismuth is just like... Sir, I understand, but without uh, Mr. Quinney's ability, I do not know how we are going to be able to pull this off. He's he's still yet to show us pirouetting, and if we do not see it, I think we will put on very disappointing spectacle. Well, we may just have to stick with our weird swordy spin things. We will do those, yes, but I had my heart set on learning how to pirouette. I think it really pulls the whole thing together. Well, if you want to do something magical, I've got this other idea, and he takes out his rings, and he's like, I can start up front, and then poof. You'll just appear there dancing. Switcheroo rings? Exactly. Interesting. Uh, Quiddy, you hear all this happening. Uh, now there's going to be switcherooing happening. Uh, you are dressed like a butler. Do you intercede in this, or do you continue uh, on past? Yeah, I mean, we know Vismuth is cool. Reginald is cool. Is anyone else in the hall talking about this oh stuff? like the, the this is the like this is you're going we're from backstage the, at the super back, Bowl. okay okay yeah because basically hmm. the warm's war emporium is attached to the forge you had to like leave and go out of the castle to go get a servant outfit yeah okay yeah so you're coming right, back right, along right, okay. you're passing the parade grounds okay. juniper's talking to um uh agent culkin like a little ways away all the army's mulling about it, but yeah it's backstage at the super bowl but like outside so okay. you're you know uh then it's uh uh everything off again <laughs> into the bag of holding, I guess I have now yeah. for uh, spy documents. Yeah, I need a sleight of hand. I was going to say, the magical cloak has to stay with both outfits though, right? Uh, now that he has control of the cloak, he can, uh, he can, he, he can make it move, move around. Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20? Okay. It's it's a classic Spider-Man getting out of his outfit, well, yeah. without breaking his stride thing. Uh, and uh, yeah, you show up slightly harried to the two of them speaking. Okay. Uh, hey guys. Um, I uh, I'm here, uh, but I have you know many important things to be doing as the minister of culture. So I will be where you need me for the dance. When and where will you need me for the dance? Well, we're gonna need you to show everyone how to pirouette right now. Okay, here it is, and that's just <laughs> like spin uh, and and stop. I'm like, hey, there we go. Uh, uh, what do you think? Give me a performance check <laughs> or acrobatics. <laughs> I guess. Uh, well, those are two very different modifiers. I'll take acrobatics because we've established that's your dancing skill. Okay. That's a dirty 20. <laughs> oh, it's so simple. You just spin around. Everybody, one, two, three. And they, they all spin badly. Uh, well, hang on. Let me see if she spins badly. Oh, she's actually, she's got it. She's pretty good at this. Yeah, okay, great. Keep practicing that. Don't get dizzy. Um, how much time do you think before we're out there and you need me again? Well, from what I've seen, we're probably kicking off in like, I don't know, 25 minutes. I take out precision. I don't say precision, but I take out precision and I note the time, 25 minutes. Snap it shut. Okay, great. I will be there. Great. Yeah, don't be late, man. This is important. I won't. Goodbye. <laughs> Run. For Minister of Culture, he's pretty concerned about running away from culture. You're not wrong. He's kind of new to the job, so, you know, we'll help him just like we're helping each other. I'm just saying, my expectations of him are feather falling down cliff, you know? <laughs> oh, Vismith, let me show you the new adamantine armor pieces I've got for you. But what? <laughs> If anyone's um, getting Mandalorian after Butthole and Reginald, <laughs> it's Vismuth. Amazing. Uh, all right. So, Quinn, you take off down the street. Uh, you see uh, Juniper talking to uh, Agent Culkin. Agent Culkin nods at Juniper and and hops up to leave. You want to say anything to either one of them, or are you just booking past? Um, I don't think I have anything new for Juniper. Juniper, would you stop Quinn to try and tell him about uh, the the quest for the double agent? Uh, yeah. Minister? Minister? Uh, Minister? Yes, what is it? I'm very busy. Okay, I, I see your... Uh, just come come, lean <laughs> lean down. You don't have to lean down. You just walk straight over to her. Rude, anyway. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, just to let you know, the Lord's Alliance thinks that there's some sort of double agent. Actually, Culkin thinks that there's some sort of... Someone in the envoys with an ulterior motive. Someone who's not quite sure what it is, but it could be bad. Uh, so just if... We learn anything, just just let me know. Let you know? Yeah. Okay. Something that's probably you know. harmful to the Lord's Alliance. I haven't heard anything. And let you know. slash us. Okay. I okay. gotta go. Okay. Great. Bye. <laughs> All right. Uh booking it up uh into the building. Uh Quinny, as you run up the stairs, you see uh, a bunch of different servants. Um just like a few of them are tending to the uh the pigeons. 
or the pigeons, the pegasi that are like pigeons. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the Demarian uh, delegation arrived by a uh, just like a, a just a bunch of very tired horses. Uh, they've clearly been been riding hard, uh, and so there are a number of um, people at the stables just kind of like tending to the horses and other servants, just unpacking stuff because obviously he just got here and he has his like little shoulder bag. But there's you know suitcases and things they're bringing up. Okay, great. Uh, I uh, uh, spot that. Do like a one eighty, run away. <laughs> uh, do a quick change. Uh, and I'm looking for uh, uh, buckets around the stable or anything like that. Something sure. for carrying water. Yeah, you can have. Yep, great. I just want to go to like the well or if they've already got water in them. Yep. I'm I'm a Asgard servant bringing in water for the horses kind of thing. Great. Uh, can you roll a deception check, please? The worst roll Quinny can do is a two because he can't re-roll <laughs> yeah. uh, on a deception. It's a four, uh, uh, 15. 15. All right. Um, <laughs> the worst he can do is a 15. 15. Expertise, baby. As you approach uh, Don't the, ask me to the stable. Uh, do history. Uh, <laughs> as you approach the stable, um, the, uh, the, the the people doing with the horses just uh, turn around and like, oh, uh, no, that that's okay. You don't, you don't, sorry, my lord, you don't need to be here for this. We can just do this. Oh, lord, who, me? No, no, no. I'm, I'm like one of you guys. I'm, uh, uh, I'm a servant, you know, I'm, I'm, I do stable stuff, so, whew, this is tough work though, huh? <laughs> and they just, like, look at your helmet, look at your shoulder pads, look at your outfit, and go, you don't do stable stuff. Uh, no, not normally. This is what they make us wear here, though. Uh, there, this was the old culture, uh, and there was recently a big turnover, you probably heard, and we don't have new uniforms yet. I'm a new guy, uh, because, yeah, I don't exactly match the motif of my outfit, but, uh, they assigned me to stable duty. This is the uniform they had. Sorry. You can you can just leave those those buckets there, man. We'll 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 take it from here. Oh, all right. Thank you so much. Oh my god, I'm sweating like crazy. I, I like take the helmet off and I'm like, oh, I've, I've been running, so it's a convincing, like tired mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, like, oh man. Oh, how'd you guys find uh, find the the ride over here? Look, that 15 didn't do you any favors, so they're all real, like they're giving you strange looks. Can you roll deception again? Yep. <laughs> I'm not the minister of culture. Ignore my eye patch and massive scar across my face. <laughs> I'm hoping they've never seen the minister of culture because they just got here and I don't do anything. <laughs> I have I a different coat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the real Clark Kent Superman in the early eras of yeah. the movies. It's uh, it's a fifteen again. I rolled another two. Fifteen. Oh, They're God. like, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think uh, uh, Lord Geese would want us speaking to just some random guy who who came up and started talking to us. No, no offense, but we're we serve an envoy. So if you don't, you have friends you can talk to. Why are you talking to us? Well, I, I don't. Um, <laughs> okay, I, I know that was like a rhetorical question, but. Well, that's that's sad. Uh, we yeah. don't we don't want a loser hanging out with us. <laughs> well, I'm not I'm not a loser. <laughs> well, you don't have any friends. I know, just uh, people just got to give me a chance. People got to give old Benji a chance. Listen, Benji, I'm, I'm Benji, you're Benji. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, Benji. Yeah. We don't have to give you a chance. We got lots of cool friends back home and amongst us. We got cool friends back here. home. Yeah. Like what? I can't tell you. Oh. We're part of an envoy. Sure, yeah. Sounds sounds real. Like the horse shits and one of them is like scooping up the shit. Just being, we're very important and we're on a mission. Yeah? Yeah. And I got a really attractive Canadian girlfriend. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, where, where's Canadian? She is goes that, to another school, yeah, you guys. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Is that on the Sword Coast or something <laughs> stupid? Just with all the hicks out there? Uh, yeah. Okay, so wait. So you're... Oh, wow. No wonder you don't have any friends. What was wrong with that? Well, you're all sweaty. You're wearing a stupid helmet. Uh, I can't help this by just naturally sweaty jeans. Well, you could and... just live somewhere cooler. So you don't have any friends. Oh, yeah. Your girlfriend lives in the shitty Sword Coast. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. We we should go, guys. We we should go. Where where are you guys gonna go? I thought you were gonna take care of the water the horses for me. At this oh, point, I, I would rather no. You stay away from our horses. We're gonna leave one guard here. You stay away from our horses. We gotta get ready for this big stupid dance parade. You guys Some are... fucking idiot minister of culture is insisting that these army marches. These we're gonna roll over, and they're like they start muttering to each other. We're gonna roll over these guys so fucking fast. The minute there's a war, like look at this shit. You guys are expecting a war? I mean, not yet, but that's kind of what a cod does. I don't care what you call it. It's Asgard now. Oh, oh, okay, great. This place sucks. You guys suck. <laughs> All you do is fucking ruin things for people. You know that? No, I just got here. <sighs> 
can you go get someone? And one of them's like, yeah, I'm going to go get this Benji guy's giving me some weird vibes. Uh, you have one chance to turn this around. Your 15s have not been great. I will roll the d20 again, sir. But um, what? Well, how would you like to try and get this the situation under control? They're now actively looking to go get a guard. I'm lying to them. I got no other. Like, yeah. You can intimidate them. You can uh, try and charm them, or you can just continue to lie to them. Deception's my highest stat on that, and and also uh, intimidating feels like not as Benji. Uh, <laughs> Hashtag uh, not Benji. Not yeah. why Benji. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's roll that ever two dice and yeah. see what happens. See what happens. <laughs> yep. It's a, it's a four. Uh, so now we're looking at a tasty 17. Well, you beat the 16 I needed you to beat, so we good. <laughs> All right. Um, so... Uh, Best like, dice ever. We, yeah. should, we should go get... We yeah, should please, go get... Please take these from me. <laughs> uh, Cody, what do you say to, to finally get them on side? Um... I say, let me just quickly look at what I have here really quick. I say, oh man, I I thought you guys would be cool. I wanted to make new friends and I found this cool tooth that I wanted to share with some people, you know, uh, see kind of what it did. It feels magical, but you know, have, have you, are, are you guys like too cool for magic teeth? That make like, you see like, and hear things and whoa, like magic teeth where you can see and hear things. Yeah. And they, they kind of mutter to each other and they're like, Hey, um, one of them steps forward, uh, just got like a mop of hair, really gaunt, uh, just like uh, ironically missing his front tooth, and just says, uh, So uh this uh magic tooth, um do you think I could protect you if like someone magic tried to kill you? I mean, I don't know, maybe. I only just found it recently. This place has been sacked and, you know, there's all this, like, destruction everywhere. We're, you know, we're cleaning it up. You know, we're Asgard now, but there's a bunch of old yeah. car crap around here. Okay, but, like, how we share a tooth? That's, like, one tooth. Well, I figured, you know, we can, like, pass it around. I, I would share it with my friends, but, you know, it's mine. I found it, you know. How, how do you know it's just not a normal tooth? Well, because when I picked it up, I, I heard, like, a voice. Voice? Yeah, nobody believes me, though, because nobody's, like, my friend. Okay, we well, gotta prove it. Like, if I hold it, will I hear the voice? Will you be my friend? Yeah, if you've got a magic tooth, but only if the tooth is magic. If not, we're all fucking leaving. Okay, well, I would only let a friend hold it to even test if it was magic. Okay, to so begin I'm with. your friend. I'm gonna say so I'm your friend right now, friends. Benji. Okay, mm -hmm. um, just to like seal the deal, can we all like, I don't know, I don't even know my new friend's names. Like, what's up, guys? It's me, Benji, your friend. <laughs> Like, maybe, like, you know, tell me your name and, like, one interesting thing about you, and then maybe, like, a cool fact about your envoy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, like, you know, fair is fair. You got to tell us a cool thing about your king, too. I mean, I barely know him, but yeah, I, yeah. No, well, we barely I, know the envoy. I probably know more about my king than you know about him. You probably know more about your envoy than I know about him, so yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. Well, uh, I'm, I'm Possum. Hi, Possum. Hi, uh, this year's uh, uh, Nobby Knee. Hi, Nobby Knee. And uh, we we got uh, uh, Billy the Shoe. Hey, Billy the Shoe. And uh, that's uh, that's just Diana. Hi, Diana. Just Diana. Just or Diana. Or... Hi, yeah. just Diana. Yeah. Uh, and she just grunts and goes back to shoveling the shit. And they say uh, interesting facts uh, about us. Uh, we are all tired because it's mm. far and we were riding those horses really, really hard. Yeah. Servants. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, you're all right. We you're are right. the same. Yeah. Yeah. We are the same. <laughs> we are. Uh, you know, I'll tell you, I'll tell you for me, uh, I live in constant fear of the warlock knights just showing up and killing all of us. Whoa. And they're all like, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Like they're all, all in on that. So anything that prevents that, we're pretty excited about because they... We ride horses, they ride like chimeras and wyverns Tad and like monsters and like giant lizards that run along the ground, like long tongues. Like, yeah, they're just, they ride scary things oh and we ride horses oh and gosh. horses can be scary. Don't spook a horse. I don't know how much you know about horses. I know more about horses than monsters. Yeah. yeah don't spook okay. a horse, especially if you're standing behind one. Yeah. Well, like don't, don't go near a warlock knight. So they're bad. Okay. They're bad yeah. people. So we're scared of that. I believe you. Uh, and something you should know about our envoy, um, and they all kind of like look at each other like, should we tell him? Should we tell him? And finally they just lean and they're like, we think he's got a thing for the queen. 
Oh, she, uh, you know, she, the king married like seven people and he killed like four of them. Uh, so he still has three wives? No, no, they're oh. dead too, but just oh, okay. for different reasons. And like one of them went into exile, but like she was like pretty hot when she married him. Yeah. And like now he's out of the picture. <laughs> yeah. And Longadon Geese thinks maybe he could be King Geese Ooh. if he plays his cards right. That's hot. why he's here. He came, he volunteered for this. Yeah. Hot dog. That's some, that's some blue collar gossip right that's there. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We think he wants, you know, he's yeah. punching him up the station. So if he, things go well here, then he thinks maybe, you know, he can start to court the queen and they all snicker and they're like, <laughs> she's way out of his league. Oh man, I'll bet. Royalty, right? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, my name's Benji. Uh, <laughs> and What's one I, cool fact about you? Yeah. Cool fact about me is that I got here like uh, three days ago. Um, I needed work and I, you know, there's a whole thing of like, come on back. To a, a car, they said at the time, uh, you know, we're not a nation of zombies anymore, kind of thing. So I was like, all right, fine. I'm kind of in the area in the desert. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I need water and shelter. Honestly, so, it sucks out there. Yeah. I yeah. So that. here I am, you know, doing what I can. Mm -hmm. uh, and like, uh, oh, a cool fact about my, my, my king. Um, hmm. Let's see. Oh, I think. He might have like a weird, I don't know, maybe crush on the minister of culture. Oh. Yeah. Oh, is that why that parade's happening? I don't know. He gives that guy a lot of leeway to do a bunch of stuff. Interesting. So the, it sounds like your king is our long and on geese and your minister of culture is our queen. Yeah, I guess. I guess we have a lot in common. We do. Wow. We do. Hey, listen. Yeah. You said you came here for like three days ago. Yeah. So you're just looking for work. Yeah. Do you have any like real like I don't know loyalty to this place? No. So like you want to like come work for tomorrow maybe? Well, I mean, you know, what I'm going to ask next. What's it pay like? Well, I mean, it's 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 pretty good and we could use your magic tooth and um like trying is like and uh we've got a special job to do in the next like couple days and having someone inside the castle could really help. Oh. Okay, I mean, yeah, for the right price, for sure. Oh, we, we got it, we got it. There's, there's long and on, Geese brought a lot of money because, uh, you know, the queen said to, to come here and, like, make a good impression and, and kind of get Ascot on side. But uh, she also mentioned that if a uh, certain Felthane were to end up dead Thane, mm -hmm. that'd be pretty great. Oh. And Longdon has promised a lot of wealth. So if you can help us kill that bitch... There. You'd have a pretty good place in the new court at Tomorrow. Wow, murder. Ooh, I mean, hey man, you've got magic too. I've you seem like a pretty cool like dude. <laughs> well, don't worry, Benji. That's what friends are for. Oh, okay. And they put their arms around you. Okay, yeah. Benji's got friends. Benji's got friends. Uh, cool. Hey, um, give me one second. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can uh, uh, coax some magic out of the tooth. I'm going to consult the tooth. Give me one second. Uh, and I like go into like tooth psychic link with Baba Yaga. Mm -hmm. I say, Baba Yaga, it's Quinny. I'm going to hand this tooth over to some assholes. I just need you to be mysterious and ethereal. Uh, just, you know, give them a little thrill that you're a voice coming out of a tooth. Uh, and I will owe you one. How's that sound? And you just hear like a, a sigh. <laughs> just, oh, Quinny, you'll bring me such wonderful gifts. Let's distract some assholes. That sounds great. And with that, you hand over the tooth. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and RDM Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. 
Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia De Los Hoodless, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the wise paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, Shulzari, Gus Schreider, The Long Family, Jordan Oliver, Richard Wright, Brittany Fenwick, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hey there, we're dm to gm I'm your DM from Dungeons & Dragons, Russ Moore. And I'm your GM from The End of Time and Other Bothers, Sean Howard. What we like to do around here is answer the questions that you have about tabletop RPGs and get you started feeling comfortable playing games around your table. We want to share our real experiences, what we've learned, what's been helpful, so that other people can get going. And because and a lot of these hurdles are just in their head. So find us every other week wherever you listen to podcasts or visit dm to gmcom DM2GM, get your game started.